0: Welcome back to another episode of Talent Talk. Whatever your listening preference, you can find our feature interviews on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and of course on UNFOspreys.com. Don't miss our chats with student athletes, coaches, alumni, and Ospreys and the pros. Now, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to edition number 44 of Talent Talk. Very lucky to have on um, Tori Murphy at UNF. She was Tori Ahern. Um, Thanks for being on.
1: No problem. Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: Give a quick intro of yourself.
1: My name is Tori. I have three. I'm married to Daniel. We've been married. It'll be eight years in December. And we have three babies. We have two boys and a girl. Right now their ages are two, four, six. And we live here in Jacksonville in our off season and Daniel played um, professional baseball. He was in the big leagues right now. We're at 12 years. And so, and I pitched at UNF, which I always like to claim I am also an athlete in this family. it's not just Daniel. I represent the Ospreys and he went to JU. Yeah.
0: So so there's a a lot of content there um, that could be asked about for sure. So when, you know, you grew up in Jupiter, Florida, uh, how'd you end up at UNF?
1: Softball. Really, I had a couple other um, offers to go play in different places. But really, I took my only visit at UNF, fell in love. And my best friend, Ashley, she's now Ashley Loveland. She was Ashley Parento. She told me about this really cool school near the beach. And I was like, let's do it together. And we were like sold. So, so you,
0: you had a, a very good career. Uh, your statistics uh, show that over 50 wins. Uh, how was moving from South Florida to, to Jacksonville? And how much has Jacksonville changed since then?
1: a ton i mean when we first got here we lived like literally on the other side of the town center but there was no town center so it's just awesome i really love it up here i love the, just the different weather it's just different in south florida so jacksonville is just my fave
0: so how does that work in the household
1: i think it had to be two years ago i don't know what it's called like where they let you in the suite it's like it used to be the pool i don't know what that building is anymore
0: at uh, unf
1: yeah, UNF, it used to be the swimming pool, and now they have, like, a pre-game basketball thing in there It's and
0: probably there. the blue and gray, blue and gray bash okay. at the field okay. house, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I was like, listen, I got us the tickets to go here. Like, you need to be neutral. <laughs> but I refused any JU stuff. And then when I was at the – he got courtside tickets for the, like, Jacksonville basketball game, and I didn't wear any UNF stuff. So we definitely like to poke at each other a lot.
0: UNF's had a, a good run the last couple of years in the River River City Rumble, so we were proud to say that for sure. Um, for sure. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, so you played at softball, uh, played softball at UNF, and uh, you got in some of your accolades, um, freshman of the year, um, yeah. peach belt conference uh, pitcher of the year as well. Um, you did a little coaching after, after college, is that correct?
1: Yeah, I actually um, coached with one of my teammates. She was now Gwen Yates, we coached at a, um ACD. It was like Arlington Country Day in town. Mm-hmm. We coached there for two years. And then I was the head coach at Nice with another UNF softball uh, alum. She was Kelly Rutenbar then. And um, yeah, it was fun to dabble.
0: Talking about that, you have been... Around major leagues, um, he's played for the New York Mets, Washington Nationals, uh, Cubs, and the Rockies. Um, most recently, how was this past year for you guys and the adjustments that you had to make? I'm sure there was a lot of um, that the public doesn't see about that.
1: Uh, it was crazy. So this year we decided not to travel, and it's mm-hmm. the first time um, we've always gone. And so we were like, "What are we gonna do? We're gonna be stuck out in Denver." Uh, we didn't know how the protocols were gonna go. To be honest, in the beginning, I mean, nobody knew how this was gonna go down. So we stayed back. Uh, we made one trip out there in August because we had to break up. I think when you say like, "Hey, we're gonna be apart for four months," it like seems like nothing. And we were definitely naive to realize what the length of time that was, and the effects it was gonna have on our kids, and like just all of the above, and even him playing. He's been so used to. Having a circus around him for you know eleven years, and now all of a sudden you're twelve, you're kind of back to the solo in his hotel room, and he was like, "Tori, this is a young man's game to be by yourself all the time like this. I'm just not used to it." So it was crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's that's an interesting perspective, um, you know, for him to be like, "Well, I feel like I'm back in you know my my pre Mets days. I'm in <laughs> in the minor yeah. leagues, you know, and and for you guys too to be a part of that routine." Um, So you go out there. um, How has it been since then? Um, How has life been for you guys back in Jacksonville?
1: It's been awesome. He's kind of, there's always a like readjustment phase, you know, like we've been kind of, especially this year, because we were by ourselves for a while. And now dad's back into the picture. But I can say it's awesome. I don't do any kid pickups. I'm like, you got this. He, um, he took Noah yesterday to his first Jags game and it was awesome. So he's really adapting well. And we don't know um, what baseball holds for us. We we don't know if we're done or not done.
0: So how how is it, you know, continually having to have a second home um, throughout, you know, the past decade, essentially, you know, to yeah. any, whether it's been New York, Washington.
1: Yeah, we, um so this is always our home home. So like everyone's mm-hmm. like, feels like is this like your part-time home? But Jacksonville, house is like our home. Like when we're here, we feel home. Um, the other ones living in New York city, was like a dream of mine my whole life. So that sure. was kind of, each place has like a crazy special, like, you know, time. Like people are like, what is your favorite? And I'm like, I don't know what my favorite is. I just feel like it was every time was, it was just really cool. Like even our time in Chicago was amazing. We rented an amazing um like townhome near a park. It was just all different ways to see how everyone lives. It's so different, which was really cool.
0: Yeah, certainly. I mean, you, you get Big Apple, Second City, there, even Washington, D.C. I mean, they're definitely um, unique probably, cities. What's that?
1: Probably D.C. We bought a home in D.C. We okay. sold it, and I'm in denial about it <laughs> um, because we had the best neighbors. It was like where my kid made his first best friend. That was probably our only other time where I felt. We were really home in D.C. Like
0: home Interesting. Home. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, you, you're going to collect memories regardless, you know. Yeah. And so now you get your first, um, you know, more significant time out west with the Rockies. Um, and then um, about a year ago, you started this initiative um, with the JFO with, uh, called Prom Series. Um, just yes. give, you know, some background about that. And I know we got a nice backdrop for you. Yes. Yes.
1: Um, I'm professional, right?
0: Mm-hmm. That was a great touch. Uh,
1: so prom series is basically our mission is to provide girls in foster care with a brand new prom dress. And we kind of take that idea and blend it with baseball and bring it together. So I just create a dress store at, in, at the field, like during a game. And the big league wives and girlfriends are the foster care girls' personal shoppers. So it's cre- like creating a connection between amazing women to these foster care girls and providing a chance to really just to love on them and that's our goal right now so we did our first event in denver um and then this next the in 2020 we were supposed to be in six stadiums so i was going to take the idea across oh, wow. yeah And we had six stadiums lined up and then obviously you know covid yeah. shut that down and so in august when i was shopping for my kids to go back to school shopping i thought why don't we pivot and get foster care girls back to school outfits and it kind of exploded like wildfire
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So I was reading a little bit about it. I, I listened to a portion of a previous interview you had done um, yeah. talking about it. And you had, a you you mentioned having a vision for more ballparks. Um, yeah. Going into this, um, did, you know, how did this, how did this um, initiatives come about in your mind?
1: Um, I feel like, I guess if you're going like at the start, start, mm-hmm. I taught um, at Arlington Country Day, and there was a lot prom is just really expensive. I mean, dresses are expensive and it's a luxury. And so I did a prom dress drive back in like, this was like, I don't even know, 2006 maybe or something. And it was just so crazy to see these girls just in high school, like try on these fun dresses and we had little photo shoots. And so it's something crazy when you tell a girl they look beautiful and they believe it like that feeling I'm always chasing. And so uh, it kind of just adapted from there. And I always had these ideas and I was like, these girls, like big league women are amazing. And I think they really can invest in foster care girls. And I feel like at one point someone told me like, nobody's gonna give you $200 for a dress. And I was like, I think they will. So with that, I just kind of was in a wives charity meeting and threw out this idea and totally lied and told them I had foster care girls set up. I told them I had a dress store. I told them I had everything ready. And I was like, all I need is you guys to say yes. And they were like, okay. And I was like, oh, okay. Like now <laughs> they like threw out a date. It was August, I mean, April 8th. I'm like, yeah, yeah. All I gotta do is call them and tell them it's April 8th. They're ready. Everybody's ready. And left the meeting and was like, I don't have anything ready. Like, this is bad. Prayed about it. Oh, wow. But she's like, I got eight days. If you want to make this roll. And it did. It really came together and it just was amazing.
0: So you had them hook, line, and sinker there, but were you nervous at all at that point when you had eight days to figure this out?
1: Yeah, for sure. I was sweating Mm -hmm. the whole time. Yeah. 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 definitely sweating and definitely. um, And then the first like dress store I called, they were like, there's no way you're going to be able to figure this out. Like, how are you going to get sizes? How are you going to do this? And I was like, I don't know, but I think I will. And I honestly called the next one I called. It was a girl who was linked in foster care. And she was like, this is the best idea. Let's just do it. You give oh, wow, me their okay. sizes, I'll bring. So basically what I did, I had 35 foster care girls come and they just gave me kind of like their two sizes, right? Like, what are you normally between? Mm-hmm. And um TBC, a dress store in Denver, I mean, brought so many dresses. Like we were just over. So you had
0: more than you needed probably. yeah Yeah.
1: it was cool like racks and racks and racks so it looked like a genuine dress store okay they're brand new
0: so you get all the um the dresses and you get what you need uh where did you guys set up at at coors field what was the setup there
1: sweet so they gave us one of the largest suites um and jim kellogg is their like director over there and he was so gracious Mm -hmm. to me he set up um three dresses dressing rooms like they makeshifted them and we had 75 tickets and so we just kind of went for it. We made it like a cool, like prom party. We had makeup come, we had nail hair, like the whole nine yards came and set up. And then these girls would walk in. The Rockies gave me jerseys with their names on the back, which was awesome. just probably my favorite part. The girls loved their names on the racks of their jerseys. That was like a big deal. And um, these, my Rocky wives like took them over. I was just sending them off and they would just start but shoving them in these dressing rooms and it was great. <laughs>
0: So what, uh, so was it a whole day experience? So obviously you had the game that day, but was it, you so know, it was
1: just during the game,
0: just during the game. Okay. During
1: the game. So we kind of did like a, like the makeup women did like tutorials on how to do it, how to match it to your dress. And then we sent them That's home it. with their dress, with their goodie bags, and they all wore their jerseys out.
0: So, so in the world. why foster um, girls in particular? Was there, you know, something there that you had always wanted to reach that, you know, that group of people?
1: Yeah. I, when I was working at uh, ACD, there was this group of kids that I would see. And um, I thought they were brothers. I didn't know anything else at the time. And I had asked, you know, why they're so close. Like they're so linked together. And somebody said, no, they're not brothers. They're foster care kids. They only have each other. And that's why they're so tight. And just then it kind of sparked my heart. And then a little bit I just I love teenage girls like I just think they're I love teenagers in general like I just think they're witty and funny and like great and so um, just being a high school teacher I just kind of was always drawn to that time and I thought to myself one thing foster care kids don't get a lot of brand new stuff and that
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: just I think sucks and so yeah. I was like you're gonna get like and I don't mean this in that a lot of people are like well do you want my old bridesmaid's dress I'm like did you want <laughs> course Did not
0: to yeah like, let's be honest here yeah
1: no, I, like I love all my brides but I didn't want to wear your dress like, yeah. no, like no I want them to have something brand new that's like
0: mm-hmm. somebody
1: thought about you because you're worth it and you're great and we're gonna let you know about it
0: so what was the response after that from the girls
1: it was great it was really adorable I think um my wives honestly on the Rockies they were so great like they were really invested and so that was really fun and there was a couple girls um one of the girls there her name's ari i'll never forget her too we were talking and she's like yeah my boyfriend's a jerk and i'm like well why is he saying your <laughs> <boyfriend?"> <laughs> and I, so she wrote me a thank you note yeah. post event and was like hey i don't have that boyfriend anymore i'm like if that's my goal i will take out one <laughs> jerk boyfriend at a time like i'll do this you know keep going through the list
0: so yeah, yeah. I, I remember you telling that little anecdote about her and in the interview, and she wrote that PS um, note at the bottom of the letter, which, you know, that's the type of thing that does stick with you. And I'm sure inspires you to do this. Um, What does the vision look like? I know you shared a little bit about having six other ballparks, but, you know, has there been communication with, you know, other teams and other wives uh, for for other um, players on other teams?
1: Yeah. So right now our sixth of our locked in, um, it was LA Courtney Turner has always been a big supporter of mine and yeah. like, right now. um, so it's kind of been, I've been blessed with meeting amazing girls among our career, like, right. Like I can kind of pinpoint and
0: mm-hmm.
1: get to everywhere I want to go now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, um, so it was LA, Arizona, um, I'm going to blank on you right now because I don't have it in front of me, but, oh, and everywhere we played, right? The Mets are in, DC is in, like my national girls can show out Mm -hmm. and um, the Orioles. So the, the best moment is that the Orioles contacted me and said, hey, we want to do this. Do you want to basically tell us how? So I think next year, our vision is probably to double back in those six and pull those off really well. Um, and then I think I'll always do the back to school drive clothes too. Like, I Mm -hmm. think that was the easiest thing to do because everyone can be involved in that. If I can't Mm -hmm. host a prom series at your stadium, you can always get to girls. And that feedback, to be honest with you, has been overwhelming because now all these clothes are landing. Um, so the back to school drive, we had every, a girl from every single team donated an outfit. So I had all 30 in. So I probably had collected over like 550 outfits. And now brands are starting to kind of come to us a little bit, which we are just like fangirling about. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: So basically what happened is if you sent in your outfit, then I got the jersey and wrapped your jersey in the outfit. So the foster care girl knows where the outfit came from, that a baseball wife thought about her and I'm getting specific sizes of these girls. So that's kind of been crazy too.
0: So what are you how are you managing all these new, you know, things that are coming into the business? What are you doing? Logistics, communications. Yeah.
1: I have two girls on the Mets, and if I did not have them, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Sure. Um Cab soon to be Conforto and Michael Waka, they're gonna get um, Sarah's fiance. They are basically my two women that I have these crazy ideas and then Cab's like, okay, like this is how we're gonna process this idea. Daniel does mm-hmm. that for me. <laughs> but uh, it's like that. How are you going to get that? I'm like, I see the end vision. Right. I don't know how I'm going to get there. Um, so logistically, they're kind of handling like, all the communication side. And then I actually um, had some former softball player, a former softball player help me with the process of all the clothes.
0: Very cool. Very cool. I mean, that it pays, I mean, connections is, is that, that's everything pretty much mentioned half the NL West and then, you know, you know, a couple of the other teams that you guys have I mean, hit stops at for sure. Um, what, what's, you know, what's the ultimate goal with this? Do you know, or, you know, what's the ultimate plan? I don't
1: know what my ultimate goal is. I think, um, Somebody asked that a while ago. I go, man, if we can get in Ted stadiums, I would think that was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if we can keep going with the back-to-school outfits, I'll keep being pumped if I can double it or keep going or really get it rolling there. Because to be honest, the back-to-school outfit thing, I didn't really push it that hard and it kind of exploded. So I thought if we really we were flying by the seat of our pants with that. Sure. Like we were acting like we had it all together, which we did. We had it at the end, but I was like, I, I really don't know. I had to rent a U-Haul for the first time <laughs> in my life. Like that's how much stuff we physically had. And I was like, I literally had, there's, it's on Beach Boulevard. It's the best UPS store if you live here in Jacksonville. They were so sweet. We literally took over their entire store every single day with the income, like the, the stuff that was coming in. They called me after the first day. They're like, is this a normal thing? Because we can't handle this. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're going to need like your own place. That... Right?
1: And so I was like, can you please handle this? It'll only be a month. And so they were super gracious. And um, yeah, it took them all day to like get all the packages out. I was like, here's the 30 places we're going. So it was cool.
0: So obviously you mentioned having a lot of ideas. Have there been other kind of idea projects along the way that you're like, okay, this is something we're going to do. It didn't really pan out that you're willing to share. Uh,
1: (laughs) I don't know. I have one stewing. Yeah. um, Kind of what we're doing. I have met a lot of great girls in the game. And sometimes I want to give them an outlet to them to kind of do this and to tell what they're thinking. Because they Mm -hmm. are, as much as the men, like, are amazing on that field, there are some amazing women behind them. And I think Mm -hmm. some people need to know, like, what goes on there. Because they don't really, nobody really...
0: Yeah. I mean, so many stories to share about who they are too, let alone, you know, and just communicating that. And um, depending on obviously what happens in the future, how you guys are involved at the MLB actively, you can still, you know, I'm sure thinking of ways to always have a footprint and use those connections for sure. Um, Any goals with the prom series down the road um, in the community here in Jacksonville or back home in Palm Beach County?
1: Yeah, good question. Yeah. Um, we actually, I held an event here at Foster Closet locally in Jacksonville. Um, Tammy runs Foster Closet and it's on, I, I don't know the place, but she basically has like a 10,000 square foot warehouse that when kids enter foster care, they can go there and shop for anything that they need. She has toys, she has shoes galore. And so she actually has a prom um, little corner and she may have told me that I can kind of start to take that over. So we actually did hold the same event here locally in Jacksonville. We had 10 girls show up, and I had a local, um, we did their hair. So we did their hair and their nails, and then it was supposed to just be kind of like a back-to-school haircut night, and then we saw those dresses, and magically we were like, let's play and have fun and try mm-hmm. stuff on and so it was the cutest night ever so I think I'm gonna maybe do another one like that and um my Providence moms my kids go to Providence and so they okay. collected all the um what do you toiletries and we made these little boxes for them and it was adorable so we'll see
0: yeah you guys are branching out there's a lot of different little pieces here for sure definitely keep us um in the loop and see and see how that goes because it's exciting um any other things that you want to share specifically about, you know, the Prime series or just, you know, your heart behind it or anything? Um,
1: no, I think it's something, um, it's been super passion in my heart. It's been cool to kind of see it play out. It's been amazing. Um, I'm just super grateful for the opportunity even to kind of keep dreaming about it and mm-hmm. keep going and, you know. I always call Daniel my horse and he's been running for a while and now he's like giving me the high five. He's like, all right, you go run. I'm like, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sure. Yeah. I mean, it's regardless, it's been a, you know, probably a whirlwind decade for sure. Um, on both sides, um, undoubtedly, um, any, any, um, you know, Anything that you want to share about this past year, um, how you guys have adjusted? I know things are a little bit different with your kids in school now, but um, yeah. just this COVID year and then, you know, in, any encouragement that you'd give to foster children right now or students in general? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just to keep, I mean, I think we're taking this like one day at a time, right? I mean, this mm-hmm. is just crazy overwhelming. It's exhausting to kind of doubt yourself. Um, I think we're like still figuring it out. I mean, my son has a birthday party and I'm like, what is what do we do for this? Like how yeah. does it work? Um, but I think I don't, I'm blanking on you, but one day at a time.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, that's I think that's a message no matter what. It's evergreen, right? You know, so it always exists. For sure. Um, anything you want to share about, um, you know, UNF, have you seen UNF Softball's new bleachers yeah. that you been over recently? It looks great. Yeah.
1: Green, jealous. It's amazing. hmm Yes, it is. I was totally blown away. We actually took pictures there, like right when they got up. Okay. I didn't tell Marcy I stepped over the caution tape to get a picture. <laughs> but um, I, it looks amazing. It really does. I uh, I love the UNF softball team. Before this crazy COVID a year ago, I had them over to do a pumpkin carving.
0: Oh right. okay.
1: And yeah. Yeah, I do. I love them. And um, so I'm kind of jealous this year. I don't think that's like on the docket. But um, yeah, I love those girls. And I love Marcy. I think she's great. And everybody over there and Courtney and stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, Courtney, another pitcher. Um, know her pretty well as well. So you we got pitchers got to stay together. No, yeah. for sure. It' um, yeah,
1: was unbelievable
0: both you guys yeah both you guys I'm sure could uh could show out you know but um uh yeah softball had a great start last year hopefully things can can go well I got a couple power five wins for sure um before we take off anything anything you want to leave with Tori
1: no go swoop it up we'll love you guys
0: (laughs) (laughs) well thanks thanks a lot thanks for um giving some love for the Navy and uh, Navy and gray today and your divided yeah. household. So I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to talent talk. Find the complete archive along with feature articles on UNFOspreys.com by going to fans and talent talk podcast series under the multimedia tab.